Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and I'll be your host on this journey through the world of Alberta barbecue and beyond. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 103 of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I really appreciate listening in. If you like what you're hearing, please leave a rating and review on Google or Apple Podcasts, and thank you for your support. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. This week's network shout-out goes to Modern Manhood. Host Yerman Villegas brings his listeners a series of interviews aimed at understanding the many different views of masculinity. Have a listen. In the modern world, for men, modern society has created a reawakening of the question, what does it mean to be a man? It's not as clear-cut as it once was, and the answers are as varied, infinite, and complex as can be. This is where the podcast, Mar Manhood, comes in. Join me, Herman Villegas, as we explore how the different views of masculinity shape our daily life. For example, how the way we date, parent, school, and play are affected by the many shapes modern masculinity has its handle on us. This is the lives of men, as flawed, authentic, and complex as can be. This is Modern Manhood, a proud podcast of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATV. Please visit www.albertapodcastnetwork.com for links to Modern Manhood and all the other great shows that are a part of the network. Depending on where you're listening and from, some of the restrictions placed on businesses are possibly being eased up to some extent. That means some of our favorite barbecue restaurants are starting to open up for dining in, while others continue to offer takeout and delivery services. Please check in with them to see what they're offering and do what you're able to and comfortable with to support them. If you're here in Alberta, you can visit www.albertabbqtrail.ca for a listing of the barbecue joints here that are open and what they are offering. The Barbecue Boss is a great product made right here in Calgary that will instantly upgrade your grilling game. Rod Bratton, an engineer in the energy industry, saw another application for the metal filter mesh that his company produced and the Barbecue Boss was born. Rod's daughter, Cassie, is now heading up the marketing of the product, and I visited with them recently to talk about. But first, this episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast is brought to you by Straight from the CPA's Mouth, a new podcast series created by the CPA Education Foundation and funded by the HESHI CPA Knowledge Center. Alberta's Chartered Professional Accountants, or CPAs, are experts on a wide range of topics and issues of interest to Albertans. Straight from the CPA's mouth has discussions on topics important to you, from leadership skills and achieving career potential, to financial literacy, and how to make your tax refund bigger. Whether you're a university student, a new Albertan, or a parent, you'll find something of value on this unique podcast. You'll find Straight from the CPA's mouth on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, or on the CPA Education Foundation's website at cpaalberta.ca foundation. That's cpaalberta.ca slash foundation. Welcome back, everybody. Another episode of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. And I am here with Rod Bratton, uh, thebarbecueboss.ca. Rod, welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm not sure the handle the barbecue boss is fitting, but that is the www.thebarbecueboss.ca is what we are all about. Well, before we get into that, a little bit about yourself, uh, some background info, uh, well, um, trained as a mechanical engineer, I guess, yeah. from schooling. Some of my classmates say somewhat trained as a mechanical engineer, yeah. probably from school. <laughs> um, worked in the oil and gas industry my entire career. Yeah. 
uh, invented a few different products that were uh, used in the natural gas processing industry that have been very well received. And uh, one of the offshoots was uh, this Barbecue Boss product. Right. Um, quite a few years came, came up with it and patented it. Um, and now we're trying to kick it off and really get it out to the market, given what's going on right now, the different avenues that we have available sure. to us. Uh, Calgary home for you? Calgary born and raised. Uh, Tried to get out of town and stayed. One of those few ones? <laughs> yeah. Raised the family here. It's great. Excellent. Uh, so where does your kind of interest in grilling and barbecue come from? Just Basically feeding the family. I mean, yeah. during the summer, of course, that's the easiest way to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, keeps all the dishes out of there and uh, usually did a very good job. Um, yeah. Started cooking steaks for my mom and uh, had to teach her that uh, realized the proper way to cook a steak is not to make it taste like leather. Yeah. And so now, uh, you know, I still go over there. It's uh, Rod's cooking the steaks. So right. Yep. Not claiming to be an absolute professional because you run into problems all the time. And right. I have certainly had my share of fires on the grill. Well, we've all done it, right? Yeah. <laughs> we've all done that. Uh, so talk about uh, where the idea for this uh, product came from. Um. Well, it's an interesting one. I, I do. I, I build a similar product that's made into a filter that's used in the um, natural gas processing industry. Okay. And uh, had considerable investment in equipment mm-hmm. to uh, to make that type of product. Yeah. And uh, just started thinking about what else it could be used for. And uh, one of the things that came up in my strange mind that I have is heat transfer. Right. And then I've got a bit of a strange mind, obviously goes to barbecuing at one point in time and thinking, maybe this would work. Right. And so played around with a bunch of different knit structures, a different uh, um, things to go with, and uh, ended up with the final product of the Barbecue Boss. Right. Um, and kept trying it out, and um, you know, it's, it seems to work very, very well. It, it certainly helped out. Excellent. And uh, about 10 years ago you came up with this? And Yeah, it's about 10 to 12 years ago, yeah. yeah. So we tried to get it off from a marketing standpoint at that point in time, but uh, uh, you know, my wife at the time sort of pointed out very in a very valid way that uh, maybe stick to your knitting, if you will, <laughs> instead of knitting wire. That uh, we did have a very good business going in the oil and gas industry, right. and quite honestly, retail is completely new to me. I mean, my background's an engineer, not a marketing guy. Yeah. So. Um, Kansas kind of died a bit of a slow death at that point in time. We did have some very good success, tremendous feedback, mm-hmm. but uh, kind of got sidetracked, so it got right. put on the back burner for a while. And back then, what were you doing to kind of get it out into the market? Uh, tried to do retail. That uh, was all that we kind of knew about. Yeah. Um, a couple of different stores took it. There was one, uh, I don't think they're around anymore. It's a store called Totem. Yeah. yeah. That was in Calgary. Yeah, I think they got bought out by Rona. But I think so, yeah. Something like that, yeah. Was, yeah. So that was one that uh, they had a local purchasing uh, guy here in town, and um, so I went and made a call on him and uh, cooked him up some burgers in the parking lot, and he loved it, and uh, and they sold probably, I don't know, I'm guessing about $30,000 worth of the product. Okay, so certainly um, moved, some, uh, moved some inventory. We moved some stuff there, um, but then, um, yeah, it kind of, I think that purchaser left the company, and it kind of... It just died slow down there, yeah. you know, and I was kind of like pushing a rope, and then I was pretty busy with the rest of the business, so it uh, yeah. just uh, got put on the back burner. Yeah, when the, when the main source of income is uh, keeping you going, you yeah, three the side thing gets three beautiful off. girls, and you got to keep feeding them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, little, uh, the side project gets pushed yeah. off to the side a little bit. Uh, so let's talk about how what the product is and how it works. 
So basically what it is, it's a uh, it's multiple layers of knitted wire. Mm-hmm. And so the knitted wire structure forms a loop um, that can expand and contract when you put it in a barbecue. Yeah. So this is proposed, like some people say, well, why don't you just put a screen in there? But a screen, you've got every contact point is physically connected. So okay. if you put that into your barbecue after one try, all those contacts, they expand and contract and they all break. Okay. So the whole thing's just going to fall apart on you. Right. With a knitted structure, it can expand and contract. It doesn't break, so it handles the heat very mm-hmm. well. It's made out of stainless steel. Yeah. Um, it's all six continuous pieces of uh, wire that are knit into the thing. Oh, wow. Okay. And um, the loop structure, we played around with the size of the loop, uh, just putting it on the grill to see that it actually contains the grease as it drips off. Right. To get into the engineering terms, you've got a little bit of viscosity, different viscosities, and that's going to yeah. hold the grease or the water in different terms. Yeah. And it turns into a film as it drips down through the different layers. Right. Uh, the heat through the pad from your barbecue is actually very hot on the bottom, gets a little bit cooler on the top, so you got a bit of a gradient there. Mm-hmm. So the bottom line is by the time that grease gets down to the bottom of your pad, it's already been incinerated because it didn't become a pool, it just became a film on the different wire. Okay. Uh, the other benefit that it has, um, uh, the bbqboss.ca, mm-hmm. is that it uh, dissipates the heat evenly. Right. So each one of those wires is absolutely connected to every other wire in the uh, the whole pad. So if you think about that, and you've got uh, you're holding a wire, mm-hmm. it's all interconnected. Right. You get absolutely even heat distribution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, in fact, years ago when we were first coming up with the product, I put one of these into a uh, portable barbecue. Okay. Uh, took out the metal uh, plate that comes with those <clears throat> and took an infrared picture of it. And you could sort of see the hot spots, sure. you know, that yeah. you get everywhere. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, took it right out. And it had one burner going right down the middle of it mm. and just laid this right on top of the one burner and took the infrared picture. Absolutely even heat. Spreads it out. Absolutely yeah. even heat. Spread it right out. Yeah. And... Uh, and in fact, that was one that I used as a camping barbecue from then on, and just I threw the metal piece away and just yeah. used this, yeah. and it worked fantastic. No, and I'd say, I guess I kind of first got in touch with you guys, but uh, three or four weeks ago, and saw you online, and put my order in and came, picked it up, and we got talking. I've been using it on my Weber grill, uh, my gas grill, and certainly what you talk about there, the heat transfer, because you know I've had my grill for 16, 17 years. I know the hot spots. <laughs> okay, you get to know them, right? I, I, I know. Yeah, okay. that's the one of the things. Okay, it burns. The, uh, yeah, we got to watch there. We're going to yeah. light. Yeah, get and, the fire uh, extinguisher. What I have noticed with using this is that it it's kind of eliminating that somewhat. Great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I'm getting more even heat throughout the space. That's fantastic. Yeah. And you know, the other feedback that I got from uh, a lot of people, and it's not something that was part of the original idea of this product mm-hmm. at all is that everybody knows about that three-hour clean-out that you got to do with your barbecue every year oh, yeah. with all that grease that gets everywhere on the bottom of your barbecue. And they're saying, anything, you know, they don't have to do that. You might, If you're just yeah. flipping this over, you get some ash into the bottom of your barbecue, and yeah. it turns that into a two-minute job instead nice. of a three-hour job. And some people love that over sure, yeah. top of anything else. Absolutely. So, yeah, we'll have to watch that because I just cleaned mine probably before I got this. Yeah. We'll uh, see how Well, and we all know that, uh, you know, keeping the barbecues clean actually does allow them to work better. Yes. And the longevity will last longer, too. And, you know, safety. Uh, and then, obviously, the I don't know if you actually touched on it, the flare-ups, right? That's the idea. The idea of this is... 
eliminating the, the flare-ups, right? Well, uh, yeah. So the original idea that you talked about, where did this come from? Yeah. This kind of knit structure is actually used in industrial applications as what's called a flame arrester. Okay. Yeah. And so how a flame arrester works is you get an explosion or a flame going through something. Mm-hmm. And you need it to dissipate the heat out into a larger area so it doesn't become an explosion. So there's the nerdy engineer coming through saying, okay, where did that come from? And basically that's where it came from. Uh, The nerdy engineer will also say everyone's familiar with uh, airbags in your car. And so the way uh, an airbag works is it's a chemical reaction. It explodes, but it also creates a lot of heat. So I know there's been lawsuits out there with these airbags, yeah. but in creating the heat, they actually use a knit wire mesh structure okay. to dissipate and absorb that heat from that chemical okay. explosion. So it's a different knit. It's more of a compact knit structure that sure. they use, but that's in every airbag out the, there, the too. Same, the same science, yeah. right? Behind. So that was the same science. Get rid of the flare-ups because mm-hmm. it was something I hated. Uh, you know, the kids would always give me a hard time, sure. you know, when it's another crispy meal, right? Yeah, yeah, so uh, the kids were pretty happy with it yeah. that I came up with the idea. Yeah, for sure. So. Well, and I think the first thing I cooked with it was some chicken thighs. It excels with chicken yeah. thighs. Skin on. Skin on, which I would normally do on you know initially at least over very low heat, yeah, just to kind of get them cooked and then before turning the heat up a little. But with that, I was able to kind of keep the heat up fairly high the whole way. So, what was your experience with that with the chicken thighs? Because mine, like, I'm gonna say, like, the taste that I get out of them, like, yeah. I can do chicken thighs, just put some salt and pepper on them, and it seems like it crisps the skin up even did, that yeah. much more, right, Absolutely. than you normally can, right? Yeah, and be, yeah, being able to cook at that higher heat without worrying about burning everything to shreds. Yeah, and it keeps everything really moist, too, right? That's my experience, right? Great, yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad you had Yeah, I had a few little flare-ups, but not not the uh, the ones that last, right? It hits and and then it's done. Yeah, and you know what? Physics is physics. Sure, yeah. So if you've got a barbecue and you throw this thing in there and you turn it up to 800 degrees... Hot grease. Well, you know what? You're going to get a fire. (laughs) Grease and something hot's going to burn. But But it just gives you that much more controllability that... um, and really good flavor too. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, that's uh, yeah the the bounce back of the of the drippings off of that give you the just the smoke coming up. It's yeah. just it's a it's a much it's a much nicer flavor. Absolutely. You know. No, I'm uh, I'm I'm converted. Right on. Yeah. With PodPower, AFTB is making it possible for us to amplify the voices of Albertans and Alberta podcasters. This week, we're giving a PodPower shout out to Let's Get Lit. Let's Get Lit is a poetry podcast presented by the Writers Guild of Alberta. In each episode, hosts Rayanne Haynes and Matthew Stepanek interview poets based in Alberta and Western Canada about the power of poetry to support the and promote arts and literacy. They also enjoy a glass of wine chosen to match the poet's personality and style while learning more about each poet and asking why poetry matters. You can listen to Let's Get Lit on Audioboom or wherever you get your podcasts. Find out more at writersguild.ca. Um, so what's the plan for the product moving forward? Well, uh, I'm working with my daughter, uh, having a great time with that. She's got a uh, recent business grad. Um, you know, as I said going into this till a couple about an hour or two ago, I didn't know what a podcast was. So here we go. Um, she's in charge. She's letting it run. Um, she's doing a great job. Um, my job with doing all the engineering and uh, production side behind is finished so um we're gonna just be trying out different avenues here and see what see what holds i mean uh, people like yourself using it uh, the feedback that we've got um has been absolutely tremendous awesome 
you know, we had uh, one video sent in by a guy with his uh, young daughter filming it. Okay. You know, going, what do you give this dad? And she goes, yeah. it's a 12 out of 10. Yeah. You know, and uh, I mean, that's just tremendous feedback that we're yeah. getting. So I'm very excited about that. I think we just uh, were relying on word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the beautiful things about it is it actually works great. And people seem to really, really like it. So I think that word of mouth is going to help. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're selling them online right now. Um, we're obviously looking for more retailers. Mm-hmm. So if there are retailers out there, we've got, um, there's a company out of Vancouver, I think Johnson and Johnson Barbecue out of Vancouver is our first yeah. retail order. Johnson? Johnson's Barbecue. Johnson's Parts. Barbecue. Just one Johnson. Parts. Just one, one, guy, one Johnson. He's only got one Johnson, that Johnson. Don't make a joke about your Johnson. Oh, <laughs> but uh, that that's good. You can edit that out. He's only got one Johnson. <laughs> well, and I think uh, touching, looking at what you were doing when you first, you know, eight, nine, ten years ago, it, it's a different world for marketing right now. It is. With social media and everything, it, you, you can build an online presence and sell your product just that way, whereas 10 years ago that really wasn't an option, right? Going retail was really your only, uh, your only option. So. Going retail was our only option at that point in time, mm-hmm. but I was blown away. By, and, you know, and really the only retail sales we did was that one big order through yeah. Totem. And, you know, we didn't have good... Um, packaging on how people could get a hold of us afterwards and that sort of thing somehow people a lot of these people that bought that product found us and these guys would order a dozen at a time because they're going I don't know if I'm ever going to find you again (laughs) you know and um, so again we did have word of mouth then but it's not the same kind of world that we're living in today you know with Facebook and Instagram and yeah, you know, easy to reach a global audience uh, now, uh, much more so than it was then, right? Uh, no question, and and I think we've made a tremendous change in uh, recently changed the face of the product of who's selling it from myself to my daughter. Right, I've got pretty good feedback on that 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 was a smart move. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Any other uh, product ideas in the works, or are you sticking with the? <clears throat> With the mesh for now? Uh, as far as the barbecue world goes, this yeah. is the mesh. This, this is, is the one idea that I had. Yeah. Um, it works. Uh, we'll see how we can do for the marketing side yeah. of it. Um, you know, just at uh, lunch there from the business side of it, I mean, it, it, this is the real exciting part mm-hmm. in a business. Yeah. I mean, you've come up with an idea. Uh, we're starting to uh, implement a marketing strategy. We're starting to see success with it. Mm-hmm. We're getting uh, tremendous feedback. That's great. Uh, it's a really exciting time for us. Awesome. So, well, and I'm happy to help spread the word a little bit, uh, get it out there for you guys. And uh, you know, I, for me, it's exciting to see a, a Calgary company, Alberta company, uh, in a different industry, branching out and uh, seeing where they can use their expertise and technology in a in a different area, right? Yeah, well, thanks. You know, I certainly appreciate uh, you doing this. Um, um, Yeah, we're really excited about it. We don't know where this is going to go, but meeting people like you and uh, going through this, I think it's it's fantastic. You know, and everyone has a better barbecue experience. I think that's what you're all about doing this blog is make sure people enjoy the barbecue more. Hundred percent. And yeah, it's great. Hopefully, we can be part of that. Absolutely. Where can folks find you? Uh, we are on the internet for now, and it's www.thebbqboss.ca. Yep. Yep. Um, and you can order online on that. We've got uh, shipping set up. Uh, my daughter's done a fantastic job of getting that website up. Mm-hmm. 
If you've got any questions, you can phone the office here at uh, 403-301-0111. But um, most of the questions should be on the uh, on the internet. Um, and the other thing is we'd love to hear your feedback too. When you buy one of these things, we want to hear back from you because yeah. uh, we can help you through certain things that you may run into. Um, and if there's things that we can improve upon to help your uh, experience be better, then uh, we want to hear from you. Awesome. And social media? Social media, we've got uh, Facebook and uh, Instagram. Right. So you can follow us on Instagram as well. On uh, I think that's called the BBQ Boss. Yeah. Now, the Instagram thing, well, I'm sorry, yeah, we're trying to be funny on the Instagram thing. Yeah. My daughter told me to be in character for that. Right. I'm not sure. You know, yeah. if you really want to see the professional side, please just go to the website. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rob, thanks so much for doing this. Uh, the last question I, I wrap up with with all my guests, uh, it's dinner time. You got the grill going. You got the mesh in there. What's, uh, what's your go-to? Go-to with the mesh would be a skinned-down chicken breast yeah. with a little paprika on there. And uh, skinned-down chicken breast, leave it on there with the skin down nice and, and then get it nice and crispy and then just flip it over right at the last minute keeps yeah. that chicken breast really juicy nice it's fantastic awesome well, Rod Cassie thanks so much for uh, for doing this I appreciate it and uh, good luck with uh, growing this right on okay. thank you well thank you very much that is a wrap everybody thank you for your time I really appreciate you tuning in please be sure to subscribe to the show and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review they really help increase the show's visibility Thanks to Rod and Cassie for talking to me about the Barbecue Boss and watch my social media for details on a giveaway connected to this episode of the show. You can find me on Twitter at EatMoreBarbecue and on Facebook and Instagram at Eat underscore more underscore barbecue. If you have any questions or guest suggestions, my email is EatMoreBarbecue at gmail.com. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. Till next time, folks, keep on smoking, take care of one another, and stay safe. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB, and is a production of www.eatmorebarbecue.ca.